Cause it's Friday. You ain't got no job. It's Friday and I'm ready to sleep. Yeah, man. What one? This is Ricky Pickett, the younger brother of the Brothers of Thunder podcast. And um, yeah, I'm beginning a new series, a travel series uh, for your Friday devotionals. And uh, this one will be entitled Jamaica, Jamaica. <laughs> I know that was a corny, but um, yeah, I hope you. this is real lighthearted. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, thank you for continuing to support us. And uh, yeah, let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon from the flight deck. We're cruising at 37,000 feet. We just passed over the coast. We'll be beginning our descent in about uh, 30 minutes. Welcome to Jamaica. Ah, to celebrate our 10-year wedding anniversary, my wife and I, we flew to this beautiful resort in Montego Bay, Jamaica. The Caribbean has always been known for breathtaking beaches, and look, this particular resort definitely lived up to the billing. We waded in crystal clear water as far as the eye could see. We left footprints and fine white sand and held hands while gazing at amazing sunsets. Take notes, fellas. From our morning walks on the shore, to playful noonday attempts at jumping oncoming waves, to evening beach parties thrown with their buffet of Jamaican delicacies, it was safe to say that we enjoyed everything that this amazing beach had to offer. With the passing of each day, we said or thought to ourselves, look, (laughs) man, it can't get any better than this. Towards the conclusion of our vacation, we decided to do a little snorkeling. While we were signing up, the agent alerted us to this important prerequisite. We must be able to swim through tough currents and choppy water. With this physical journey, we will be swimming far and away from the beach that we had grown to love. Armed with our life vests, flippers, and snorkel gear, our group of fellow vacationers met with the instructor for a quick set of do's and don'ts. While everyone else was excited and ready to swim, I for one was a little nervous. When Nikki whispered to me, hey, don't leave me and don't you take your eyes off of me. I knew that I wasn't the only one. Oh boy, here we go. Off we go, swimming north of the shore. Aside from dodging kayaks and waves made by the surf from passing boats, the seafloor quickly began to distance itself from my feet. And although I kept looking over to see if Nikki was keeping up, (laughs) all I could do was fix my eyes on the splashing feet of the instructor in front of me. Besides, I've seen Tom Hanks and Castaway, and I can barely light my own grill, let alone start a fire on some deserted island. Things were going better than expected until water began to fill my mask and my breathing tube. Just as man overboard panic began to seize my heart, something amazing happened. We were led to a coral reef, an underwater paradise that was filled with beauty beyond my comprehension. This veiled world was brimming with exotic fish and colors that seemed to mirror the universe. I think I had found the answer to, can it get any better than this? What's more astonishing is that this new discovery seemed to have no end. The further out you swam, the scale of its beauty only multiplied. Look, for four straight days, 
we enjoyed a limited paradise on land, not knowing that a limitless one awaited our presence. Psalm 84 speaks about the joy of finding this reef. The psalmist says, for a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I enjoy spending time with my family and friends. I enjoy a good movie on Netflix and finding that one book that seems to take you to another planet. <laughs> There's nothing more relaxing than receiving a good massage or pedicure or taking a hot bath that seems to melt away the world. I enjoy vacations and road trips and biting into a juicy burger that seems to be cooked behind heaven's gates. These daily doses of joy and satisfaction are good and necessary, but there is a joy that trumps all joys. Like the coral reef, finding joy in the presence of God appears to be veiled because we must swim through the many lesser waves of satisfaction that we routinely place before him. David says in Psalm 65, 4, blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. Do you realize that you have an instructor that yearns for you to be in his courts? God wants for us to enjoy the life that he blesses each and every one of us with because all good things come from him. But there's an ocean awaiting us with the father of lights beckoning us for us to jump in. Take the time to go snorkeling with your father. <laughs> Dig deep into your devotional time with him and watch him blow you away with his beauty. You know, oftentimes you hear people in church uh, or Christians say, you know, we need to be on fire for God. And most of the time it's because there's some observation where, you know, it appears to be coldness in our worship, coldness in our devotion time. Uh, or you may feel that personally. And uh, to fix that is not an issue of uh, intensity uh, with your worship. Most of the time it's just simply as you know, setting aside that time that he deserves and putting away just temporarily uh, the things that we routinely place before him. So for most of us, uh, we complain that we don't have time for devotion, for prayer, uh, but we find time for uh, Netflix and we find time for social media. We find time to go to the gym and we find like we are able to find time for all of these different things. But when it comes to giving our time and our, our devotion to God, um, we act like it's a mystery where, whereas we can't do that. And it's not that mysterious. <laughs> it's just as simple as, Hey, you know, I'm giving God this 30 minutes. I'm giving him this 15 minutes, whatever it is, but you give him that time and he honors that. Um, sometimes we act like God doesn't honor, you know, that the little bit of devotion time, just like sometimes we act like God doesn't honor like small, simple prayers, but he honors all of it. Um, his main thing, he just desires you. It's no different than in a marriage where, you know, your spouse uh, loves the money. They may love the time. They may love all of these different things. Uh, but the main thing that they want is you. And um, on that note, uh, let's go ahead and end this in prayer. Father, we just thank you. We ask, Heavenly Father, Lord God, that you pinpoint anything in our lives, Lord God, that we continue to place before you. And we ask, Heavenly Father, Lord, that you uh, help us to remove those things, Lord God. Uh, give us the uh, the boldness and um, 
so that we can get those things uh, in their proper place. Uh, There's nothing wrong with those things, Father. We know that, but um, you just desire us. And Heavenly Father, we desire you. And since we desire this, since we desire you, uh, we just want to be with you uh, in our devotion time um, and one day see you face to face, Father. So we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord God. Uh, we just ask that you continue to bless us during this week and this weekend. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Um, I just hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'll see you next time. Love you. Peace.